The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft Everyone fears something. Fear is built into us, and if you are really lucky, it will not consume you. There is a niggle at the back of your brain, reminding you not to hang your legs off the bed. Not to look behind you as you run up the stairs at night after turning off the light. When passing a mirror, you hope that it was only your reflection you could see. That inch of movement you think you've seen from the corner of your eye. That blood-run cold feeling you get for no reason. That is fear. Welcome to a look into the unknown, where fear is always on the cards. Welcome to Paranormal Power. Welcome to our first episode of 2022. Yay! Yeah, we made it. We made it through 2021. All of us. We all made it, which is is nice. I mean, it was touching well there, Martin. (laughs) Uh, So a little bit different this uh, episode here. This is our first proper episode of Paranormal Patter, our bi-weekly series where we'll be (laughs) all things paranormal, and we're going to kind of try and keep it to our local. Our local area of Scotland. It's uh, a big local area. It's a, yeah, a big area. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being like, imagine like being a postman for Scotland. <laughs> uh, happy New Year, everyone! And the the uh, yeah, Happy New Year to you boys. Year, guys. Actually packed. There's so many people in tonight. Uh, so hi everyone. Uh, we got some comments here straight away. Sima says, "Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, Sima. Hi all from King Dale Clark. Oh, and King Dale Clark also says, "Looking good, lads." Thank you. Thank um, you very much. Thank you. It's I, always nice to get compliments from men. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> it must be the it. Batman t-shirt. Um, so <laughs> today we're going to be chatting about the Black Lady of Lark Hall. Um, so a bit different from what we usually chat about, but I'm really looking forward to this. So we're going to kind of take a deep dive into the story of, what was her name again? Uh, <laughs> it was... Sita Ferdin. That's yeah. right. And, uh, I've heard it pronounced Ferdin as well, but I think that's wrong. Uh, I don't think America. I don't have Americans. I don't think Indians use the PH phonetic as. Uh, f- I think it's Ferdin. Uh, no homo. <laughs> he is not indeed a homo. <laughs> and Michaela says hello. Hello, Michaela. Hello. So hi, wife. <laughs> over the next hour or so, we're kind of going to ponder the possibilities of Sita's demise or escape from a life that she never chose one that was bestowed upon her from uh, mm. her parents believe it or not but we'll kind of we'll kind of looking at three of us i mean this is kind of how this show is going to work from now on we uh we get our, our topic and we all go away and do all of the research that we can do and we kind of bring it back to the table like a jigsaw piece and we put the puzzle together and we kind of give our opinions but we also want to hear from you guys also so if you're watching live just put your comments in the comment section and we'll bring them up if you're listening to this on spotify or anywhere else that does podcasts uh, you can find us at jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com where you can send us in questions send us in uh, topics you'd love us to do to, anything paranormal that you'd like to see us cover or if we get something wrong just correct our asses do that at jibber that's gonna happen a lot (laughs) (laughs) we're not perfect and one of the greatest things is we actually plan 
to not just do this show, but to head out to these areas and film, you know, do our overnight stays and interviews with people that have had a lot going on in the paranormal world. Uh, but the really cool thing about us is, you, you know, usually when that happens, everybody's running about with their wee EMF readers and they're like, yes, I can definitely see that there's some activity here. <laughs> we have none of that. We're just three dudes that want to experience stuff. So it's very subjective. Yeah. I think we'll be looking at it. We want to see stuff, but if we don't see it, there's no point. Like, oh, yes, definitely. As you can see, as a guy standing next to a telly. <laughs> Stand next to flicking a white switch behind them. Just, oh, oh, oh it's uh, gone up a it's, bit. It's funny. It's like, oh, this, this wall seems to be very, very active with EMF. Um, yeah, there's definitely some, some ghostly activity here. Excuse me, what's on the other side of that wall? Uh, the lecky box, mate. <laughs> 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 King Dale Clark says, "In the future, can you lads cover astral astral projection? Astral projection. Yes. What is that? It's out of body experience, basically. Aye. Oh, yes, basically, yes. when you leave your consciousness, leaves mm -hmm. your body, and you're able to view yourself, but not being in you. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, mm. kind of. <clears> aye. The, yeah. I think like a lot of people, a lot of people can apparently." train themselves to do it you know i mean yeah it's a it's a sleep technique and a meditation technique mm -hmm. well well definitely king dale clark if you hit that subscribe button guarantee you you'll see that in the next coming weeks that we will definitely cover something on that i think we actually did previously way back at the start of jibber jabber podcast but it's uh it's about time we've done a new one and see matthew man the guy himself happy new year guys <laughs> thanks for the new drawing year. craig it's, it's incredible all yeah, these uh, as cool graphics. See Matthew Man. Make sure to check him out on Instagram and everywhere else that he is on all socials. The guy is a super talent, uh, supernatural talent. It's <laughs> 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 the first pun of the podcast. <laughs> Happy New Year, gents. Brian McGregor. Happy New Year, Brian. Happy New Year, Brian. Um, so for your viewing and listening pleasure, for you at home, you'll be able to hear this, but check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere that we are, and you'll be able to see this. Here is a little bit of backstory recorded by Kieran himself on the Black Lady of Lark Hall. Next to the town of Lark Hall, Lanarkshire, Scotland, lies the Avon Gorge. Within it is a small village called Millhue, where once stood the site of Broomhill House. Its owner, Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil Hamilton, was posted out to South Africa for military service in 1897, during the Boer War. It was here where he met an Indian woman named Sita Perdeen, who worked in the mines and they later returned to Scotland together in 1902. Known now as the Black Lady of Lark Hall, Sita was said to be unhappy at her situation here in Scotland and had returned home. Many people refuse this information and believe she was instead murdered. The only thing that is agreed upon is that she disappeared, never to be seen again. Well, a potential confirmation of her murder comes from a woman named Jean who had worked in Broomhill House as a maid. She had reportedly seen the captain with buckets of red water, similarly close to blood, the day after Sita had disappeared. For several decades, Reports of the Black Lady of Lark Hall have been sighted within the ruins of Broomhill House. A nearby pub also links in with this tale, as the Applebank Inn in Millhue contains a large stone lintel which was taken from the ruins of Broomhill House. Paranormal evidence has been gathered in both the ruins of the house and within Applebank Inn, all believed to be that of the Black Lady of Lark Hall.
scary shit. Very aptly put as well. Um, doesn't sway this way or that. It's kind of straight down the middle, which is, I think, we have to look at all of these in that very sense that a lot of people make a lot of stuff up. Um, and one person that's been very highly accused of making stuff up is Tom Robertson, the ghost hunter. Um, my yes. good book, this book about a year or two ago. And I read it, and it's got a lot in there. If you're into paranormal, you should definitely check this book out. The guy's dead. Um, why, so, why was it? Why was that particular book recommended to you? Because Todd and I kind of like to talk about the paranormal. Um, long before there was a podcast platform like this for us to do, so we kind of just chatted about it. And he said, "My wife got me this book for Christmas, and it terrified the living shit out of me." So, <laughs> especially when I realized I'd been to half these places. Um, so he was like, you need to check this out. I checked out on Amazon. It's only like three quid. You can get the Kindle version or the actual, this one, for three pounds on Amazon. You go ahead and check out Tom Robertson nothing, Ghost Hunter. Nothing screams quality like a good three quid. Right. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> so Tom Robertson actually claims that he got his psychic ability, his paranormal uh, posturing, from the black lady of <laughs> he's black fucking, he's, sorry he's what <laughs> it's paranormal <laughs> posturing because uh, it might you, be that you, you can't you can't just alliterate and assume it's going to make sense well it, it totally <laughs> does it does to me well there's paranormal, paranormal posturing, posturing. <laughs> he's posturing that he's got the paranormal stuff <laughs> this is paranormal <laughs> posturing this is paranormal posturing aren't I? yes yes that's exactly <laughs> that reese mcgolgan says evening lads evening reese happy reese and Ryan Gurley says, ha ha, senorita. <laughs> so it's hola, senorita. <laughs> oh, hola. Ha, ha. <laughs> My eyes are bad. I've been staring at a screen all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's because yeah. you're the workhorse here, Kevin. You're the guy that <laughs> puts all this stuff together. I just need to show up and chat. I've, I've got the easiest job. Uh, well, it's a labor of love, a labor of love. So Tom, uh, he started off by basically saying in his, his, his Aberdeen accent, I don't know if he was from Aberdeen, because uh, it sounds like he has, he's like, yes. Yeah, so if he basically said, I'm not gonna try and date, right? Because I'll just annoy everyone, just offend somebody. Ah, <laughs> uh, he basically said that anybody that charges for a spiritual experience from someone like him that has the gift would be a charlatan, and that you could get all of these people that charge for it, put them in a room, and none of them would be able to move the needle, so to speak. And then he starts charging people for exorcisms. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like £2.50 an hour, but back no, then that no, was a lot. It, it, is, it was uh, £2.10 shillings per hour. And right? shillings. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 love, I love the fact that somebody's phone like, mate, we, we really need an exorcism. We're really struggling here. And he's like that. All right, well, double time on Saturday, mate. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can do it on Friday for £2.10 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> How bad do you want that out? <laughs> uh, so uh, he, it just it seems in really bad taste to be charging for stuff like that. I think charging uh, for stuff like that pretty much shows that you're talking out your rectum. Well, one day, I mean, it's it's inevitable that we're going to have a, a medium on this platform very soon at some point, and I'll I'll make sure to play this very clip to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you who's no medium, me. <laughs> Went up about three sizes or Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So the thing is, uh, 
so his credibility was kind of here, there, whatever. Have you seen the picture of the Black Lady of Black Hall, the one that is actually in that very book, Ghost Hunter? He says that he took a picture of the Black Lady of Black Hall. And I'm going to bring it up here. You can see this. Now, I don't know, right, but if you brought this picture to me and you said, here's a picture of a ghost that I caught last night, I'd be like, that's your neighbour wearing a tarp. Uh, uh, it, it, to me, it looks like somebody's left a cagoule after camping. Ah, you know, like the, the, the one-piece sort of hunter's mm. you know camel like? cagoules. Yeah. Actually, it's like Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. It so is! Mate, <laughs> that so is! That's what it that is. looks like. I... <laughs> that is debunked right there, man. I know, it's still the ghost that was from Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, no, man. Bruce Willis hanging about Larky. <laughs> You've just debunked this. Oh, I mean, what can I say? I'm an expert. But to take that as as there's the picture of the ghost. Mm-hmm. The, no like, if, if that was a picture of a ghost, that would be the dream picture of a ghost. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, um, which I don't know, man. It just it's too it's too physical looking. Do you know what I mean? It's just too. Uh, oh, that's no. not a picture, but. <laughs> Is that actually meant to be the vampire? I thought the other one was the vampire. So Todd Forrest says, that's not the picture of the black lady. That's apparently the vamp at Loch Mabin. I like, well, I like how Todd was just making sure that he was here to debunk everything you've said. <laughs> this here is the ghost then, yeah? That looks a bit like the terrifier. That's, yeah, that's the one that's supposed to be. See, like, I'm trying to work out if that's supposed to be, like, you can see where there's a, a solid kind of black wall there that's mm-hmm. got a little ridge on it. Like, I don't know if, like, the light bit looks like it's like the top of the head and the rest of it is a dress, or is it the, the kind of face shape in the middle that we're supposed to be looking at? I don't know, man. Uh, I've always got a problem with these types of photos, but yeah. I mean, it's... You can, it's always... Essentially, I, I, I guarantee you, and I would like you to do this. Todd also says, I'm always in the shadows watching Tammy. Uh, <laughs> I would like you to do this, J-Mac, just to kind of prove a point, right? But take a picture of your bare arse, right, and then zoom right in. And put it on a paranormal group and say, "What does anyone see in this picture?" <laughs> Someday I'll see something. Guaranteed. So I can see really small flecks of poo. <laughs> right. No, I mean your ass cheek. Just take a, pic- a high quality picture of your ass cheek, crop it, and zoom in, and put it on a paranormal page and watch them all. Yeah, I can see we three wee girls coloring in. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I can see, but it's making me horny. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a white baseball cap. What, Mars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never flashed it on the podcast, but thanks very much. Are, are you sure? <laughs> there was that time you got up once, mine, and it was hanging out. No, it wasn't. It totally was. I'll clip it. Uh, ah, I don't know. I don't, it looks like a terrifier wearing a white baseball cap. That's correct. Totally does. I can see there's an eye, an eye, and then a mouth. Well, but Tom. Mouth looks like it's got a fag hanging out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which. The camera that that was taken on uh-huh. was that. Right. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, what I would say in the camera's defense is that that, pe- that type of camera took a picture of what it could see, right? There's there's no way of messing about with photos that were taken on that piece of crap, right? <laughs> but where he got this camera is just slightly dubious, in my opinion. Um, now, I remember actually having a camera like that where you had to kind of flick up the sights to, to take a picture. I don't know what the four lenses is all about. I don't know if that's like one shot for each one. I think it might be. Um, but he got that by sending away co- coupons for your fag packet. 
and I'm not making that up. That's 100 true. He says it in the interview. Well, it's very. <laughs> this is uh, I actually sent away for this with uh, cigarette coupons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play this interview right now for everybody watching at home. This is all the remains of Broomhill House, a one stately pile at Larkhall in Lanarkshire. It is said to be haunted by the Black Lady, but I detect another presence here. I have an appointment at this ruin with a man with a strange hobby. He exorcises ghosts. That's to say, he ends their existence, if existence is the right word to use about ghosts, if there are ghosts. It's more than 30 years since Fife Robertson and Tom Robertson, no relation, tried to exorcise the Black Lady. Tom has come back to Broomhill to tell me about the ghost and his life's work. Tom, how long have you been a psychic investigator? Well, the best part of 55, 56 years. When did you first come into contact with the Black Lady? Oh, my childhood, I've been back to, I was about near enough seven years of age when I first met the black lady here where we're standing. You see, in this place was surrounded by orchards, which is boys. It wasn't ghosts we were looking for, it was apples and pears mm -hmm. out the orchards. And we're in smack into her this day. Mm -hmm. I can assure you, we never come back for the apples or the pears <laughs> after that. Me and hers had run in battles for many years. Why, why, why you? Why is she? I don't know. I think she just seems to recognise what I am, and <coughs> she just decided that I was the person that she wanted. Would it have anything to do with the fact that you try to exercise in 1963 with Fife Robertson? Would that, would that have provoked her, or maybe well, I? I don't know. She always had an attraction. Kept drawing me back to this place. Earthbound spirit, what ails you? Why are you so earthbound? Tell me why you cannot get away. Do you hear me? Contact me, tell me the reasons why you are earthbound. My number's 0141. Are you getting anywhere, Tom? No, I'm not, I'm not getting anywhere at the moment. We went to do the first live exorcism for television. It was Fife Robertson, Noel Tonight Team. Been well over 30 years ago. That was the next time I had to encounter her. An encounter we did, she took a toll of us that day. The location, the director, the fencing post actually came through the windscreen of his car, and straight through his body, and straight through the seat of his car, pinning him there. J-Mac. What? <laughs> My number's all one for. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know I, I love I love watching the old interviews, man. There's something about right. like really old TV that just feels magic. I love it. I know, I know. I love it. Uh, I found him for someone that uh, claims to be quite spiritual. I found him very just boring. You know, he's very. Tell boring. us why you are earthbound. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you hear me, Ken? For chat till about like eh? My numbers are. 
<laughs> oh, oh, <man. laughs> um, so that that wasn't the interview I thought it was going to be because he, he actually talks mm-hmm. about the camera in another interview. Um, yeah, I've got that too, also. But uh, that's yeah. fine. We can get we can get to that later. Um, uh, see, Matthew Man says <laughs> looks like Father Stone from Father Ted. <laughs> I, I, I just seem to think he looks ecstatic. like a kind of a makeshift uh, James Dean. Hi. <clears throat> He, he did. He, he, he did look like a bit. Yeah, he did look like yeah, a look at his day. A film star. Aye. I mean, he had that. He definitely had that rebel without a cause look about him. Um, but obviously, he, well, he might be a, a really good actor. If anybody believed that. <laughs> well, so he, he he's quite bewildered as to why exactly the Black Lady Lark Hall gave him his power. Um, was that not after he tried to exercise her? No, he says that was when he was seven. Right. Yeah, yeah because in this book, that when he was younger, yeah. Mm-hmm. In this very book, he talks about going up to steal apples with his pals, and then they kind of ran ahead because he was the youngest of them. And there she was. She kind of appeared, and he was like, "Oh!" And then he kind of ran. <laughs> what was he like? What was he like? <laughs> he was like this. He was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he kind of ran away. And that, from that moment on, that was like his first brush with the the black lady of lark hall uh there is an interview here that i'll play uh, this will be the last of the clips for the for tonight but this interview basically is he's on a talk show with the bbc and they're talking about how real this image may or may not be so mm-hmm. i'm going to play this and then we're going to get into the the roots of the black la- oh i shouldn't have said that according to a recent survey one in four of us does and I wonder if the other three would be enthusiastic about spending a night alone in a haunted house. Well, with me are Ruth West from the Kersler Foundation, which researches the paranormal, and psychic investigator Tom Robertson. Tom has just published these photographs of a ghost which he says has haunted him for years. Well, well Tom, the ghost that we are seeing here, if we're seeing a ghost here, is, as I understand it, the black lady of Lark Hall in Lanarkshire. Who's she supposed to be? She's supposed to be <clears throat> wife or concubine of the, the Laird Captain McNeil, who brought her there to Lark Hall in 1980, uh, 1890, sorry. But uh, she was never ever seen to leave the house again. And the locals maintain that she'd been murdered of her, her disappearance. They were seen from it taken pails of blood from her room and parcels the last day she was seen alive in the house, which gives to the story that she was murdered. Could you tell me about the photographs and how you came to take them? It was quite recently, wasn't it? Two weeks ago, the photographs, I was down at the house and uh, I was joined by two gentlemen who had been fishing in the water. We were sitting there for about ten minutes when the thing just appeared and they got rather upset, but I knew, I knew straight away what it was. So I followed it and they followed me. And as we went round the corner, it was standing, making no attempt to go away, just standing as if it wanted us to be there. So that's when the photographs was taken. And what was the atmosphere? How did you feel? Was it, were you scared? Well, the gentleman that was with me, was, uh, they, were rather, they were upset, to say the least, but uh, I've got used to it. It's more apprehension with me because uh, they can be vicious. They can be sore on you. Well, I understand that the deputy picture editor of the Sunday Mail, which, which published those pictures, has said that he can see no way that those were tampered with. Can you tell me what, what camera? This is the camera you took them with, yes? This is the camera here. 
Now, for the thousands of pounds of equipment that's been used over the years, I myself know absolutely nothing about <laughs> I've always depended on someone else to take the photos, but nothing's ever come out. This was got the cigarette coupons, and it took the... The it has to be said that the deputy picture editor of the paper that published them would say that, wouldn't he? Because he obviously would want people to believe it, and you want people to believe it. But can you reassure the sceptics who are listening to you now that those pictures were what you saw? Well, these pictures were what, because this only, this can't be tampered with. This takes moving pictures, four pictures, and what it sees, it takes. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no way that that could be tampered with. There were two people out from the Scottish Psychic Research Institution and they had no doubt whatsoever that we had a visitor mm. from beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> can you reassure everybody that you're not talking pish? Aye. <laughs> aye. <laughs> I can, I can, aye, watch. I'm not talking pish. <laughs> See, Mattyman says, fag coupons. Ha, 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 Belt. For any Americans that might be listening, a fag here. <laughs> A cigarette, just so you know. It's something you smoke, and we don't mean shoot. Shut up, Yeah, all in jest, all in jest. So, generally, the best thing about that uh, that interview is he's like, oh, the, the two guys I was with got a bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, okay. The <laughs> two fellas I was we. Uh, they, they keep their breaks, you know. <laughs> you need to be a bit more colourful, you're born. <laughs> I like well, here's the thing. Surely if he was a if he was a fraudster, he wouldn't have admitted that he got a camera like for cigarette coupons. The thing is, if if somebody had come back to him and said, Listen, mate, that, that that's just a, a flaw in the film. There's nothing there. He'd go, ah, well, I got it for fag coupons, you know exactly. what I mean? You know, it's, it's, it's a get-out clause either way. You can't fake it. And if it turns out to be shit, you can just blame the fag company. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, surely, I've never seen anything with coupons getting you a camera. Well, the, this was no, that, that video, I think, was from 1990. And mm. that that type of thing back then was was pretty you know, pretty standard. I mean, yeah. it's it's like cereal boxes. You send away for stuff with cereal boxes now. You don't really see that much anymore, if at all. I can't remember last time I seen a a send away thing on a a cereal box. I, I get someone messaging me. Like you get a cereal box. Like, I'm always getting people messaging me, sending, telling them to send them iTunes vouchers, and they love me. And all this. <laughs> the format, the, the, the field has changed. <laughs> has changed no longer than your cereal boxes. No. <laughs> it's in your inbox. <laughs> aye. Uh, my favourite one is, uh, aye, this is the Inland Revenue. You, you owe us uh, so much money. All right, dear, just pay it over the phone by credit cards. Like, no, 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 we'll take it in iTunes vouchers. <laughs> okay. No worries. It's like, can I phone you back, mate? <laughs> See, Matthewman says, my gran used to get all sorts of cool stuff from coupons. Pretty sure I had the, that camera. <laughs> oh, no. Excellent. Oh, excellent. I'd love to see that camera. If, if I, I just love the ergonomic design of it. I had the, like, the, the three wee holes to put your fingers in. Oh, man. <laughs> oh man! That's when life fun. was such such more simpler, right? Oh, um, the good old days. Yeah. So let's let's kind of t talk a little bit about the credibility of Tom Robertson. Um, I read in his book that there was. Do you know? Have you ever heard that story? 
in Edinburgh where there's a little boy, he's a little drummer boy, and he plays under the streets. And we'll probably go into that in an episode at some point. But he goes into the streets and he drums because uh, that's kind of his thing. He died when uh, he was drumming. Uh, well, he kind of looked into that. And when he looked into that, he'd kind of said, no, this isn't what you expected it to be. What it was is apparently the houses were connected and someone was playing music and it was coming through. Now, this may not be the actual case with that specific story, but mm. I think people thought that story was what was happening to them and it wasn't. So it might still be a thing over here, but this specific uh, group of people that thought that was happening to them <laughs> wasn't. So he kind of debunked it. That, that's that's funny though. I mean, it's it's like oh, this is it. The drummer boy is haunting my house. All oh, right, that's really interesting. What what's what, what can you hear? What's he been playing? Uh, Enter Sandman. Funnily enough, <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how he knows that one, but ah, yeah, he plays that quite often. Um, occasionally, we get rock and roll by uh, bloody Gary Glitter. Um, so, aye, it's uh, it's it's good. It's a, it's a nice wee haunting that good tunes. <laughs> yeah. So. As far as that goes, like surely someone that's all about, you know, I'm legit would not debunk and would maybe more buy into it to kind of make money or get well, some kind of service from it. No, I don't know if I'd quite go with that. The thing is, if you're trying to make money off of something, the best way to make your work seem better is to fuck up somebody else's, basically. <laughs> That's it. If you if you mess up and debunk other people's theories, and then you look at yours like ah, but I've proven that's wrong, so therefore all of mine are correct. You know, people are automatically going to jump on the board with that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, um, I mean, I, I suppose it, again, it's it, it's a clever way of just kind of just putting that that wee bit of uh, reality in it mm. is a good way of making everything else you you say seem more credible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I, I managed to debunk this one, but every other one's true. You know, it's it's, uh, it's it's like everything, man. With all of this stuff, with all the stuff we're ever going to talk about on the paranormal patter available on iTunes, um, <laughs> it's it's going to be subjective. And mm. the the thing is, this this was something that I saw earlier on when I was doing some research for this as well. Uh, the woman that was sitting next to him on that BBC interview, yeah, um, she was. She basically said that scientists, um, like they, they want to see definite physical proof of the paranormal, but the problem is that they're never going to be happy until you disprove it yourself because it doesn't go with their narrative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, they will always be able to debunk it. Uh, even They could debunk something that is 100% genuine just by saying, no, nah, it's been tampered with. It's, it's been tampered with. We don't know how, but it has been. And... I don't know, man. I think I think that if we were ever going to get definite proof of it, we'd probably have had it by now. But I just think that it, anything anything that does come close to real proof probably just gets swept under the carpet, like cancer treatment. Mm. Yeah, that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> I uh, so I I look into a lot of these paranormal groups because I'm always interested. And one thing I find is people will literally take pictures of anything and go, "What do you see?" And then you get all the experts in the comment section. That are like, oh, I can definitely see your granny's grand's gran, and she's uh, playing ping pong with somebody, right? And I find that to be the reason that people will brush over anything now because everything is just so 
oversaturated and and even if you had genuine proof there's going to be a 40 people saying it's photoshopped you know yeah exactly um and unfortunately that's just the way it is now i don't think we're ever going to be able to get that this is this is definite proof well um, you see that I'd like to think that the people here watching us, the people that have been on our journey for the last three years, would believe in us that if we went somewhere with cameras, say Greyfriars Kirkyard, say the Apple Bank Inn, that anything that we'd maybe encounter or be able to film that happens, not saying it well, but if it did, that people would be genuine about it. And I think what would be really cool is a lot of these experiences that we will be, will be holding uh, coming up in the near future a lot of the people that's in the comment section are welcome to join. So, you know, it's, I, I don't know how much of that exists out there, but if we've got a community of people that are like, right, these guys only follow a shite, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get something. Yeah. I don't know if the last three years of our portfolio kind of demonstrates that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these guys don't talk. <laughs> we, we, we never do it deliberately. That's just the benefit of a conversation. It just goes on and then just spirals out of control. Oh, yeah. It's the best conversations. It's the best ones you're ever going to get. Absolutely the best ones. Ah, um, see, Matthew and I can be in that call in 10 minutes. Excellent. We will DM I can be there in six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he's always he always gets to the finishing point quick. Hey, Jamie, that's what she said. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so, the Black Lady of Lark Hall. So, Sita Fardin. Now, this would have been what in 1902. So, 1902, uh, and this fella, his name's Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil Hamilton. Ton of names there, so it must have been special, right? Uh, no, not that kind of special. Maybe. <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> um, so he goes off to, to the war, right? The What was the name of that war, Kieran? The Boer War. The Boer South War. South Africa, yes. Right, and he returns with Sita, hmm. who was working in the mines because her family were like, we don't like you anymore, so go to the mines. Um, not quite sure why she was sent there, but apparently back in those days it could be anything from like uh not being able to find her husband like well if they don't want you we don't mm -hmm. um yeah. could be something to do with that uh maybe she'd done something like Banishment. sex out of wedlock aye she oh, done she, something she left lego on the stairs <laughs> one too many times <laughs> <laughs> so she done something that, that got her banished from the family and it just so happens she met this aristocrat looking fella but called captain henry montgomery mcneil hamlin imagine saying that. hello well, squire well memorized kev i mean I can tell <laughs> you're not reading that at all <laughs> like hello my name is captain henry montgomery mcneil hamilton should i just call you a wee rabbi <laughs> it's like no because my name's henry <laughs> <laughs> that's captain henry to you um, so he met her and i don't know i think she kind of worked with him and then he I, be like, I, I believe so yeah so we're taking you back to Scotland where I've got a big I've got a big gaff. <laughs> Come, Come and see, see my gaff. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason they call me Sir Gaff a lot. He's got a lot of gaff. Do you not get it, Jim? He's got a lot of gaff. Um, yeah. Kieran, you you uh, done a really great a great uh, recording of the full kind of story. So I'll let, uh, I can let you take it from here if you want. 
sure. Um, yeah, so as far as uh, people have been able to ascertain, she came back and I don't know if the uh, if he got bored of her or if he just kind of couldn't be bothered anymore or if she uh, maybe she'd done the same thing to him as she'd done to her family to get her kicked out the first time but uh she eventually um was unhappy and either she went home or he offed her one of the two uh, and as far as i've been able to tell uh, i've done a quite a bit of work uh reading into to see if she ever did go home, to see if there was any record of anything, any family records of her back in either in South Africa or, or you know, any other. I can't find, couldn't find anything. So mm. I think the most viable um, story to go with is that he just decided to offer. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I kind of looked into that a little bit as well. It turns mm. out that on the day that she left, usually anybody that left the premises would take the horse and carriage. And apparently she would have to have gone to the train station, which she never yep. was. Uh, she never got on any train. Yeah. I mean, she was she was seen later that evening than the last yeah. train would have left. Yeah, mm-hmm. the train left Lark Hall at nine, and she was seen at ten. So the theory doesn't I mean, stand. She she could have walked to Hamilton and got a train for there. Got to a later morning. train, not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean she's pan breed. Um, <laughs> But I don't see. There's, there's, there's. I think without a body, you're always going to have the skepticism about whether or not she actually did die, mm-hmm. um, or whether or not, like, people people just love a good ghost story, man. Especially when it comes to big houses. You know, mm-hmm. every every place where there's a big old house, you you want to think it's haunted. You want to feel that there's something kind of untoward going on in that property. I think it's just it's just it's a natural thing now, especially like now, like kids growing up with horror films and stuff like that. You see a big old house, you want it to be haunted. And that's a good enough story. Well she she went missing, she must be haunting it. Um, well I, I think there's more to to why people thought that. Uh maybe it's the the buckets of blood <laughs> that were being yeah. carried from the room. Mm-hmm. Um maybe it's the fact that people started seeing her ghost <laughs> <laughs> Several people that had never talked to each other. <laughs> Those so, might be... Well, there's always the wee things, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Another thing. Um, so, I actually wrote it down. So, in Cambus Lang, fella that was, like, quite well-to-do there, uh, Colonel Gray Buchanan, right? So, Sita came over with a friend on her boat when she returned to... Well, she came to Scotland with... Captain Henry Montgomery, McNeil Hamilton. Um, <laughs> Michaela Manzukova says, imagine having to say that name, trying to introduce yourself drunk. Exactly. That's a challenge. <laughs> Just c- call me rap. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a friend who also went missing around the same time as Sita did. And they basically... There's look at this. So either one or two things could happen. I mean, there's a possibility that anything can have happened, but let's look at these two things, right? Maybe she got together with her friend and was like, let's split, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Oh, yeah, she went home. And maybe Captain Henry Montgomery Neil Halton was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed she's left me. I'll just say that she went home and all that stuff, right? She so she went away and lived to her own life, right? Or Big Henry and his pal were like, let's off these lassies for whatever reason and off them at the same time. 
no saying that I know it all, but I'm kind of a scientist here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there, are, there could be many theories in there. I mean, imagine this. Imagine she tried to leave and maybe Colonel Gray's message tried to leave. And they're like, oh, that's not how it works here. And they're like, I is not like, no, it's no, boom, you know. I did, I did read as well that uh, apparently uh, he was, uh, what's, what's his name again, Kevin? You need to read that one out for me again. <coughs> his name is Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil Hamilton. Aye, so we're up, right? He, <laughs> <laughs> he was witnessed um, quite a few times before that as having a really kind of violent trigger, like hair trigger te uh, temper. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's not inconceivable that, I don't know, she overcooked his eggs and he was like, fuck it, she's getting battered with a frying pan. It's mm -hmm. it's not inconceivable. Um, so, I don't know, I tried to argue the point that she might not be there earlier on, but now I just want her to be. She's <laughs> 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 just, just terrible, I'm a really bad person. <laughs> right. Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil Hamilton J Mac. Um, <laughs> the thing is, there was years later, so there was a woman called Helen that worked in Broomhill around the time that Sita uh, had gone missing. And skip a few generations, and there's another Helen within that bloodline who says she had a dream, right? Now, this is someone that knew nothing. I don't know, you, you probably know this one, Kieran, right? Just by the way, I can see you. <laughs> you look like you agree with me. Um, so there's basically this woman who woke up from having a dream and was like, oh, I had a dream. And she explained it in great detail, the room inside the broom hill. And apparently... She, she explained the well, a well-dressed fella looked all right, quite handsome looking fella. In fact, I'll bring him up for people that are watching along with us. This fella. So she says she's seen this fella in her dream and he lifted his hand with some sort of rock or something item in his hand and bludgeoned a woman with African color across the head and she fell and never got back up. And this uh, image that she saw maybe one like this. So that was a, a very vivid dream she had. She said this was a dream that was like a dream, but just so different from a normal dream. And then she went somewhere in Lanark, maybe months, a year or so later, and she saw that image on a some sort of family tree or something, because obviously he was quite well-to-do uh, and they kind of own a lot of land. <clears throat> and she was like, that's him. That's the guy. Now, this is a woman that was completely unrelated to the story, didn't know anything about Broomhill didn't know anything about him or the Black Lady of Larkhall. Isn't that creepy? It's an unusual one. The world of dreams and what the human brain is capable of. Aye. I mean, it's... I mean, I put deja vu in the same kind of um, realm. Um, it seems really supernatural and strange, but there has to be some kind of explanation. Um, mm. Maybe she just didn't remember that she already knew this stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Child, childhood um, the, the, the subconscious uh, can can keep things without you knowing. So it's possible that it was coming out that way. Or it could have been supernatural. Paranormal part of iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Apple Podcast now. Are you still living Apple in 1910? <laughs> 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 uh, it's... Uh... It's a funny one because, I mean, Kieran, you might actually, scientifically here, you may be able to shed some light on that. How could someone, or is it very common for someone that's not known anything to kind of come in contact with a dream 
that explains something so vividly that has occurred or may have occurred? I don't know about scientifically, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's it's entirely possible to take external influences and your subconscious kind of marinate them all together. Um, and it may be just simple things that she's not even noticed that she knows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she's from that bloodline, like it's a an, a fairly famous story within that area that anywhere any family gathering from when she's a kid and maybe it's her grandmother that's telling stories or you know even things that people get told as a baby you know that sometimes pop back up into your head years later. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's possible, but whether or not she was able to grab those things without completely knowing anything. I don't know. Uh, I know that it is possible to have, you're more uh, statistically more likely to have nightmares if you sleep in a cold room compared to a dark room uh, or a dark room, a warm room, because your body f- starts to uh, panic mm. and stress itself out. So you're basically your brain decides to torture you a little bit more uh, if you're in a cold room. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, so if you're if you're if you're fancy giving yourself a nightmare, sleep in the dark, uh, sleep in a cold room, uh, it, it's more statistically more likely to happen. Damn. So, uh, Sita disappeared in 1910. So she would have been with uh, Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil Hallen from Rab. 19 uh, <laughs> So that would have been what eight years she spent at Broomhill, yeah. right? And the misses. Here's one thing I kind of. Do we know the missus, his actual wife, must have known that that was his mistress or not? Or it was one of those things where he thought she didn't know, but come on, she knew. She knew. What if she killed her? woman knows everything. (laughs) Dude! (laughs) (laughs) That is a a theory that I've not heard, actually. I haven't, I didn't see anything about that. Right, so think about it. Does that not make more logical sense that she found out, right? She killed her because what was it? Uh, family 19. What was it? So his wife left him, uh, split with his wife in 1910. Yeah, just after Sita's disappearance. So a couple of years after. So his wife left. Yeah. Hi. Hi. He's like, you just murdered my girlfriend, you've been out of the house. <laughs> she left with his kids and he never saw his wife or kids again after that. And he died, was it 14 years later? Uh, he died <laughs> of premature old age. Premature yeah. old age. <laughs> and well, it's, one's, it's a heart attack. <laughs> is it, is it, well, honestly, like premature old age. What, like he just woke up one morning and was a big fan of Fisherman's Friend. What's, <laughs> how can you premature old age? It's a yeah, bad, I like that. I, I, did, I did read, though, I did read that uh, apparently that was a common term used for people that died of syphilis. Aye. Where did you read yeah. that? <laughs> uh, a, a big ass fucking article that I read earlier. <laughs> you totally no. listened to another podcast. <laughs> Not. I didn't. It was, mate, you uh, want to see the length of the thing that I read earlier on today? I was so so proud of myself for even remembering anything of it. Oh, um, I, I've made an effort. <laughs> <laughs> I read stuff. <laughs> I, I read stuff. But I, d- I have to confess, I did just copy and paste it into a text-to-speech thing. <laughs> you know, listening hey, to it and playing Tetris at the same time because I'm old. <laughs> hey, whatever helps you take take it in. Uh, so he died quite lonely. Um, no one ever 
No one went to his funeral. He got 11 words in his obituary. And he was buried. <laughs> Peter Reed, for Peter Heed, is deed Volvo for sale. That was an old, um, what was it, Gall- Galloway used to do the prank calls. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob, on, Robin on, Galloway. Robin Galloway. I he, he, he called up a newspaper to put in basically an obituary, and he's like, "Is it paid for by the word?" And he's like, "Ah, he's like, all right then. It's uh, Peter Reed for Peter Reed is deed Volvo for sale." <laughs> and it, <fucking> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Can I be? I'm kind of telling my favourite one that he ever did. I there was a, a football game on, and I, I'm pretty sure he found out what hotel the Celtic team were, were staying at. And he, f- <laughs> he phoned up uh, one of the players. Uh, obviously, he works for the BBC. He managed to get this, this guy's number. But he phones him up and says, I'm for the such and such hotel. I just want to speak to you about your outstanding bill. And uh, he's like, he's like, what outstanding bill? And he's like, uh, it was a pay-per-view that you watched. He's like, right. I-, I thought I paid for it all. He's like, no, no, there's one outstanding here. It's uh, Lesbian Adventures 6. And he goes, no, the one I watched had guys in it. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Robin lost it. <laughs> well, I watched that guy's in it. Oh, <laughs> god dang it! Um, guys, we reckon it could be maybe his wife that murdered Sia. What's that? We, we've just started that theory. I think right we've now. we've uh, we've confirmed it now, man. I've started a new thread of investigation. There's no way that she could have been there for eight years and the wife's none the wiser. She's literally living in the same house as you. But uh, a lot of... Uh, so I'm going to call them period... <laughs> I'm going to call them period dramas because I'm an old man. <laughs> a lot of the, uh, the, the the wives and the, the husbands and stuff live completely separate lives despite the fact that they live together. A lot of it is primarily for show, especially if you are like a high ranking official, like he's a captain and mm-hmm. in, in an army. So he's, you know, he's quite well to do. He can't be seen divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe everyone knew, and it was just something that was just generally accepted until she decided to offer during dinner. Mm-hmm. Thing is though, possible. He, they did get divorced. No long after she left, mm-hmm. uh, well, left or died, one of them. Um, so she did. She definitely did. So, but but she left him after that anyway. So, but I think that's that's the mm. point. But do you know what I mean? I'm talking about like during, you know, the the eight years that that Sita's, you know, kicking about from mm-hmm. her house. You know that it might have just been accepted that she was in bed with her husband for most of the time, but. You know that's all right because I can still live a lavish lifestyle. Well, you know everybody knows, and there just comes a point where you're not able to accept it anymore. And what mm. do you think the reasoning? Say it was Captain Henry Montgomery McNeil that that killed her. What do you think the reasoning behind that would be? I'm just wondering what the, what he said to her before he did it, like. <laughs> Sita Pardeen, being like Sita Pardeet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm, I'm really sorry. Unbelievable. We're going to go to this location. 
We're going to this location, and you know who's getting it, right? Aye, aye, it's me. It's, it's it's me. It's the one that's taking the piss for the whole episode. I'm, I am, dude. I like how you're pointing there, like somebody at TikTok when he reads something. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I am, dude. <laughs> aye, I'm pub, dude. <laughs> uh, but Kevin, you what you said to me was it was during a wee conversation we were having by text, and I was being my normal self and ripping the piss a wee bit, and you said, "Well, for what I've heard about her, she messes with you." If you look into her, what where, mm-hmm. where, where did that come from? Well, uh, the Applewood or Apple Bank, uh, the Apple, Apple Bank, Bank in, right? So that's the they take a they took a wall, stone wall from that, or I think they've built near where the wall was, and they've included the wall in the framework of the the building, and that's the wall that has all the EMF activity in there. Tom Robertson in his book talks about when he goes in there and somebody actually got bashed by a log that she threw across the, the pub. Um, and another was that, I think it was said in that clip as well, one of the guys that had gone with him to do an exorcism, she'd done him in in his car. <laughs> Apparently uh, that exorcism uh, caused quite a few uh, yeah. injuries. There yeah, was yeah. Uh, one of the guys... Uh, was in the hospital with a brain hemorrhage. Um, the location uh, director died um, like two or three days after they did it. Um, there's a lot to it. Like, in, in it's one of the thing about the the Apple Bank Inn is the it's a stone like lintel, which is basically just a a huge stone kind of like a plaque, and it's got the Hamilton emblem on it. And uh, it took like three or four guys to put it into the pub. And the next morning they went back to have a look and it's lying it was lying outside the pub itself. Mm. So I think their theory is that she'd taken a huff and thrown it out the door. Uh, but whether that again, whether or, that's true or not, simply because how heavy it is, I don't know. Or it was the council that were putting it in and they just said it was in. <laughs> and they just <laughs> left it in the street. I was there, it's, it's at the door. Oh, oh, no bother. Oh, that, um, <laughs> sake, that's another day's wages. Michaela says, here's another one. What if it was the wife having an affair with Sita and the captain found out and got mad and killed Sita and sent his wife away? How'd you tell me that earlier? I could have talked about that. (laughs) King Dale Clark says, what do you guys think about Doppelganger? The idea of another use somewhere in the world. Is it possible? Yes. Have you never seen Ron Perlman? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Science, bitches. Actually, I was having this discussion with my wife the other night because we were watching that Don't Look Up on Netflix, which, by the mm. way, is excellent. Um, and he came on screen and she obviously started chuckling because of the whole it looks like me scenario. And I'm looking at him and I'm going, it does. But he fucking does not at the same time. <laughs> I don't understand how somebody can look so much like you and so much nothing like you at the same time. I don't get it. I think it's like certain angles. Certain angles, you can see a similarity. Other angles, it looks like oh, £10 of shit in a £5 bag. I'll play that clip when it comes on eventually. Michaela says, <laughs> which is why maybe this other guy's wife was also killed because she was having an affair with Sita too. Michaela, do you know something about Sita that we all don't? <laughs> hey? Also, Michaela, is that a professional headshot? Because that's a good photo. <laughs> Easy, mate. I, I, think it, I think it is. Uh, Aye, that's a good taken, photo. So, uh, stop right, calm, calm down, man. That's his message. 
<laughs> Just Can giving help. a compliment to a photograph. Can Jesus. Help, <laughs> <laughs> See, Matthew Man says, Mabes, they found out she was a Celtic fan in Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Which remember, I need, remember, I need to live here, motherfuckers. <laughs> Stephen Thompson told me this, right? That Lark Hall actually is the only place in the world that has a subway that had to paint their sign black because there's so many Rangers fans there. I actually I, I, seen that in the news. It's not, not the only ago. place. It's not the only place, but aye, that that did happen. There's, aye, there's, uh, there's no much green. No much green. <laughs> and uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Michaela uh, says maybe Sita was a bit of a slag. Um, <laughs> there's, there's every possibility. <laughs> and yes, it is. Thanks. It's a professional photo. I knew it. I knew it. Um, bye. Maybe she was just. Maybe she got about. Maybe Tanturi. See, Matthewman says nailed it. <laughs> or nailed what? <laughs> I don't know if that's a pun right there. Um, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she was a. Well, we don't know why she was banished from her family. But regardless, even if she was, good for her. Um, <laughs> well, not in the end, like. <laughs> Not well, going away being murdered. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> and I mean, if we're going to go to this location and film something for our YouTube channel, surely we shouldn't be, be uh, surely we shouldn't be uh, making fun of her because one is I'll get done in. But this, I mean, is, folk, this is the this is a good way though of kind of stirring things up. Do you know folk I mean? have been done getting... in for less. I, I, I know this. I know this. But we're out to prove something, and I'm willing to die on a hill for it. He's totally not. I'm not I mean, one shouting of the, myself now. One of the uh, one of the things is that you again. Get... <laughs> oh. <laughs> one of the things you say is she does tend to follow you home and you know attack you in your sleep and stuff like that. If you touch the the lintel, mm. if you play about with the stone lintel, uh, so I'm a hundred percent sticking my hand on that. <laughs> Just. I... Just, just, just so she, just so she has to travel. <laughs> you're gonna follow me home. I'm gonna make it worth it. <laughs> Clark says your trip will make a uh, will make a great found footage horror film if it goes wrong. Absolutely, and it won't need to be found, Peter. I'll tell you why. Because our cameraman is built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nabdy will be dating him off his feet, <laughs> so the camera footage will make it back safe and sound. <laughs> we'll, we'll all be lying flat on our backs, and Big Sam will be like. Did somebody feel something? <laughs> Is it hi, black lady of Larkal? How's doing? <laughs> How's doing? <laughs> I love Seb. Love Seb. Shout out to our cameraman and dear friend Seb. Uh, yeah, that would it would actually be true. I mean, if we saw J Mac getting thrown about a hill, um, not only would it be hilarious, but it would be. I mean, it would be shocking. And if, some, if she could throw me, even I'd go fucking. I'm well impressed. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boy here after waiting that lintel. <laughs> Sick. Um, I like I like the to kind of surmise what what's what happened, but we'll never really really know. Um, there have been a lot of instances where people have kind of 
seen her come in contact. But there have been a lot of people that have gone and taken pictures and haven't. I'm going to display some pictures here for everybody watching online. If you're watching, sorry, if you're listening to this on Spotify or anywhere else, this is why you should check us out live. Always check us out on Facebook, YouTube, all these cool places. Subscribe and you'll be able to see when we're next going live. You can join in the fun or you just go and check out this episode in the archives. But here are some images. Is that the the the, the mantle on the left? Lentil. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, 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 that just looks like part of a wall. <laughs> no, the, oh, well, the lentil, lentil is very much embedded in the it's in the, in the pub. pub itself. I, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. The, there was a big fire just not long after the house was vacated, and even so, this is what's the creepy thing. I will get back to the pictures in just a second, right? But the cr real creepy thing is that after, after they all left, no one ever lived there again. The army used it in, I think I've got it here. Yeah, the army used it in 1943 for like a, a med, medical area for when people were getting their legs blown off and stuff. Aside from that, it's never been lived in. So what happened to make people go, I'm not living there? Because that's quite some gaff. I'd like to live in a big house that no one's staying in. But no one did. Why? Can they afford it? No, no. Maybe because they're the ghosts. <laughs> it's just another another little thing that would kind of add to the, mm. the, the that place must be haunted I mean it could just be that there was uh, I don't know some ownership issues there was some paperwork problems there it was maybe maybe during the war it was slightly humped in some way um, it could have been attacked where it been a hospital it could have been attacked at some point and it's just not documented I'm just talking absolute balls but anyway what I'm trying to say is just because nobody lives in a house doesn't mean it's haunted. Oh, I mean, it, you you drive through some areas of Glasgow, <laughs> there's a lot of houses no lived in. Um, and haunted. But, and haunted. But it's it's not because they're haunted, it's because they've been petrol bombed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Peter Clark says, old house from the turn of the century, lacking heating and running water. I mean, that's yeah. a good shout. We, we yeah. live in the country, man. There's a lot of houses in here that don't have heating and running water. In fact, there's we've still Outbreak got oil. There's a lot of places here that have still got oil central heating. Um, mm. which is pretty impressive at this in this day and age. Yeah. Um, so you, you can see here some of the images that I've uh, bumped from people's <laughs> Facebooks. Uh, and they're basically taking their dogs a walk, and here's the scenery. Now, I'm looking forward to getting out here. I think we should always do it at night, because crazy stuff always happens during the night. I, so, I have heard, however, that it is um, a, a major hangout for local assholes. That's like delinquent. the delinquents. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> delinquents, we fannies. Let's call them that. <laughs> yeah. Let's call them exactly what they are. See this delinquent pish? Is like, no, you're not delinquent. You're just a wee fanny. Uh -huh. Enough, enough being a wee fanny. Let us go out there and have some fun, right? I don't care how many fucking bottles of Sunny D we find, <laughs> but just leave us alone for one night. You would wonder then if there's a lot of wee dafties kicking about the area. Why hasn't the the Black Lady of Lark Hall smashed them. Maybe she has. Why do they get away with it? Ah, but just know the way we want it. <laughs> ah, or even if she has, if nobody's going to believe them if they start telling those stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Gurley says, I've got oil heating. I knew you had oil heating, mate. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way that anybody can grow up to be the type of person that you are without having oil heating in your hands. <laughs> this, uh, this image here actually is really... Look, look at that home. What a house, eh? Imagine living there. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe the, the fact that it, the you know, maybe it was so big that the renovation costs of that would have just been astronomical. Or maybe it was in the deeds of 
the Hamilton had to stay in the Hamilton name. I can just I can just see the like getting a tour in the house. It's like, aye, it's, it's cracking. Aye, I mean, asking prices a wee bit high, but we can afford it. <laughs> How much is the council tax? Fuck that. <laughs> this is a band Z six. Right. Oh, I, and somebody died here. That's all right. I know. Do you remember the, remember the old uh, uh, Little Britain sketch where it was the the woman that went to charity shops to buy clothes and she, she would pick stuff up. She'd go, excuse me. Has anyone died in these? And like, no. Ah, I'll just put it back then. That's the one. So I'm looking forward to heading out to the Apple Bank uh, potentially, and yes, we can maybe can speak I, to the owners. One, I want to mm-hmm. say one thing about the Apple Bank, right? The chicken wings are paranormal. Honestly, man, the best chicken wings I've ever had was at the Apple Bank in, and I'm like, no, no word of a lie. I took my brother there, and he's a fussy bastard when it comes to eating. I was like, Brian, you need to try these chicken wings, and we went, and we never spoke for about 20 minutes because his face was just smashed into the plate. It was, they are just superb, so big thumbs up to the chicken wings at the Apple Bank. And Are they to fact, die for? They are to <laughs> die for. They are to die for. Um, and uh, I, I will definitely... If I'll, I'll be back just for the chicken wings. Yeah. Well, we'll maybe order around when we go in. If we if we get to go in, that'd be quite cool. Um, I'm sure we you, will. If you've been there and you've not seen anything paranormal, uh, nothing paranormal. Um, I've seen some interesting things. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen anything paranormal. Uh, I see. I see. Well, we can uh, we can definitely venture out there if they're up for having us. Um, we will maybe do a wee sit down with the owners. They must see a lot of stuff, some of the staff, because uh, I hear that they do. Some uh, they, was it one of the the owners lost her accounts for three months, um, just gone. Ryan Gurley yep. says after you guys crush this myth one hundred percent, look at the rumors of Loch Maben. Been fishing there for years, and some weird shit happens. Is that come on this the, show? And talk that's about. what that's the what um, thing he was. That's what Todd yeah. said earlier on. Ah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If you've seen yeah. some stuff, Ryan, you need to jump in that episode with us and tell us what you've seen. Um, that would be pretty cool. Like More I say, welcome. If all I he is, can, he can sit right here and, and we can do that one night. Yeah, yeah. He's my barber, by the way. He's a fucking good barber. Look at this. Trims in. Um, <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll definitely be open to... And try and keep it Scottish as well. Uh, try and keep it local. Tell us about some of the interesting things that have happened to you guys. Tell us something that you've heard about just stuff you'd love to hear us cover and if we can make it happen where we can actually go to the locations and speak to people and visit we're not saying anything will happen because we know what it's like you take a camera i mean we we camped out at that site where there was an alien ufo abduction apparently uh in livingston and we actually camped in the exact spot and nothing happened. <laughs> you went to your bed early, and I just lay next to a fire and nearly set my leg alight. No, I just remember, <laughs> I just remember hearing uh, two people arguing about whether the Earth was flat or not. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, by the way, the answer, the answer to that is it fucking is they? All right, oh. it's no. And Kevin, stop watching the videos. They keep popping up in our YouTube feed, and I'm just not happy about it. Present your evidence. Nah, that's another podcast that you should go on. Actually, that you should go on. He welcomes anyone. You should definitely go on and check that out. No, I, 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 I would I love speak it to these people. I can't. He would. He would have you though. He would have you. I know, but it's because it, it, what he's really what, what these people are really clever at doing is only searching for evidence that backs up their own belief. 
as yeah. anybody does with anything. Um, instead of looking at evidence, they look at false evidence. Well, I, I love what you've seen. Kieran, have you seen the videos of flat earthers debunking their own theories? It's Aye. fucking glorious, man. Oh, we're gonna it's, set up this balloon to see that we can take the curvature. Oh. Right. It's quite, it's quite curvy, that's, like. That's, that's yeah, quite yeah. curvy. I, uh, turns out we're all wrong. Cool. We need more funding. This isn't right. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. My my favorite one is when they set up the. Uh, I think they went out in a lake. It was like a really long, straight yes. lake, and uh, they basically right. Okay, if I shine my light, you should. You should. <laughs> I'm going to shine it from six feet high, and you should see it at six feet high. And they're like, right? How high is it? He's like uh, seventeen feet. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Right, cut. <laughs> Peter Clark says, shame old Bangara is being redeveloped. That place was supposed to be rife with weirdness. Definitely yes. weird. I've never seen anything in there apart from like medical records that should have been taken away long before the building was abandoned. Uh, aside from that, I've never really seen anything, but I agreed that was quite an ominous place. A lot yeah. of local bands film their music videos there. So just I was born there. Yeah, uh, well, that's probably the weirdest thing that happened there. <laughs> uh, Steve says, Hartwood Hospital is a great wee place to wander. Bucky bottles everywhere, though. That's pretty much Any full ones? <laughs> uh, Stuff I can't stomach. Yeah. I mean, I, was, oh. I, tr- I tried, I had it, What there was one night in my brother, it was Whitburn Gallery back in 2007 or something, and my brother convinced me that, he was like, Jordan, drink it it's good because it gives you a wee buzz for the caffeine and you get pissed i was like right okay so that was all i had to drink that night and i swear to god man i could have bottled them for suggesting it it was disgusting it was it's like drinking it's like drinking cough medicine mixed with fucking saccharine it's just it's just nasty Quick, we had there for a uh, for a buckfast we'll get them as a sponsor yeah hi why not buckfast ruin your life <laughs> um, so next week well week after we are mm. going to cover Greyfriars Kirkyard with our very special friend James Kerstorfen who is basically the manager of the whole churchyard he sees so much crazy stuff J-Mac you've even had an experience yourself while there wasn't it at the vaults no, I was at, uh, yeah I was in the Edinburgh vaults Aye. which um, is below the Greyfriars Kirkyard am I correct I think so. Yes. Or um, just about. I. And we also have been invited probably the end of this month to go and experience this like at midnight our own we get together where we'll be able to go under the vaults and film. Uh, this will be exciting because we're going to do the episode with James and then we'll go ahead and film that and you can check out what happens there at our YouTube channel. It will be interesting because we're not people that go there going, you know, tap once if you can hear me, tap twice, oh, there it is. We're not. Ah, remember, I used to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Well, when I was on Most Haunted, I'm sure oh, you'll yeah. put the clip on yeah. the episode at some point. It'll <laughs> <laughs> show up, it'll show up. Tap but, um, four times. <laughs> oh, I heard is, that. Uh, I heard that. We will be there. Uh, and basically, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll come up with something that gives us the opportunity to kind of see what's what but what i'm really betting on is that james will be able to stir up some craziness because he he basically is there the whole time that's his that's his livelihood uh, not only that but then our next episode he'll be on and we'll pick his brain about some of the craziest stuff he's seen i know from our previous episode where we talked about james Bloody mckenzie he said he's seen someone get picked up and thrown across a room 
doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would lie at all when you meet him, mm-hmm. when you know him. He's a straightforward kind of dude. So it will be interesting. And I hope that when we make our way to the vaults, <coughs> that J-Mac gets thrown about. I bet you it's me. I bet you it's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm looking forward to that. You guys looking forward I, to our next I know, episode. I know, I know what's going to happen, right? We'll be standing there and my top's going to go like this. <gasps> And the ghost is going to go fucking hell, and then throw you. <laughs> You're trying this, ah, you know what? Nah, I'm passing this. <laughs> this just mean, isn't worth it. <laughs> it's very, very well publicised that George Bloody Mackenzie is like the top dog ghost there, but it just so happens that there's been many different things happening. There's a, there's been a lot of history there, a lot of that which we will find out on the Greyfriars episode. I'm looking forward to it, Kieran. You looking forward to it? Absolutely. Um, yep. And I had kind of said before we come on, we'll and, and anybody that's listening or watching, if you've had any experiences at Greyfriars Churchyard, or if you know anybody that has, or if you've read anything that has, send them into us. You can send them into us anywhere. You can go ahead and do it here on Facebook. You can do it at jibberjabberpodcast.com. There's all the contact links from there. You can find us on all the socials, uh, jibberjabberscotland at gmail.com. Just uh, send us an email. Give us your story. Hell, come on. Even if you don't want to come on, <laughs> send us a story and we'll we'll read it out. Uh, it'll be really cool to get everybody's stories. Uh, some, you know, there's so much history there. So it'd be cool to kind of figure out what what's happened and how likely is it that it's real and all that cool stuff. Greyfriars is an absolute pet of history and I'm really looking forward to it. Peter Clark, before always avoided the hell out of it after dark when I lived in Edinburgh. See, I've been in it when it's dark and nothing ever happened to me there. I have to admit, I've spent a wee bit of time there because uh, I'm a weirdo and I like graveyards. Hmm. And it is one of these places that it just feels calming. Like it's quite a nice... Mm-hmm. But that was just when I was there. Um, <laughs> I don't go. I didn't go there looking for, you know, I want somebody to throw me against a wall. Uh, usually I have to pay for that in Edinburgh. Take but, the <laughs> no, it was it's somewhere that I, it's a nice graveyard as, as they go. It is quite a nice place. I'm mm-hmm. um, very intrigued. I've always been of the opinion that the, the, the least likely places to be haunted are probably graveyards. Do you know what I mean? Because that's just mm. where somebody gets buried. That's not right. where they've they got any kind of personal attachment to or, you know what I mean? So, but I understand that there, there has been some kind of over like through the history of Greyfriars Cutyard there was some desecration over the years and stuff like that. I can understand that possibly being a catalyst for paranormal activity. You never know. But this 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 is stuff that we're going to find out when we speak to old Jamie. Absolutely. Right. See Matthewman says always fancied the Edinburgh tours, but my wife's a major shite bag. You come with us and uh you'll fact, have a lot you you can come with us, Craig. You've done so much for this podcast. You mm-hmm. can you can come along and uh, just ex- experience it with us and uh, if nothing happens, you can throw Kev across the room. It'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if anybody's thrown any gun across the room, it'll be me throwing guns. Yeah, oh, he's man. just used the C word uh, twice. Oh, that come does. on. You've swore about 490 times. I get one C word. I've and done I actually, twice. I I went, I'm, I'm on two. <laughs> J-Mac used all mine. I'm on, I'm on like six. Something like that. <laughs> I write. I write. Um, Fucking hell. But, I. <laughs> <laughs> you ever yeah. see that? Where, like you're down the street and you see these parents with their kids. <laughs> Stop fucking swearing. <laughs> Make that what? 477. Uh, see, Matthewman says, as long as it's not a school night. It'll well, not be a school night. It'll not be nah, a school night. No. Nah, Do you know why? Because we're at school as well. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So hopefully it's going to be a weekend. Um, 
and we can experience it with the absolute pleasure in knowing that nobody's going to be working the next morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to that. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and send us all your stuff, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. I myself have been Kev, J Mac, and Kieran. Guys, anything you'd like to say before we say ta-ra? What a kick-ass first episode. It was. I really fucking enjoyed it. Hope you guys did as well. We'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. (laughs) Take it easy, guys. That was That's too awkward. Thank you for listening to Paranormal Pattern with Kev, J-Mac and Kieran in association with Jibber Jabber Podcast. You can watch future episodes live on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can also catch up on our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify and any available podcast database. Don't forget to check out our website at www.jibberjabberpodcast.com Good night and sleep tight.